And we are just beginning to roll this week on the Buckeye Show. And as we talked about off the top, Triple H, it's a big week because we got the NBA draft coming up on Thursday night. And it's a special time when not just one, pretty much two of your guys are going to go, not just go, but in the first round. And we feel like that's going to happen. And the head coach at Ohio State is the Holtman, Chris Holtman. And it's good to talk to you, man. Do, do you feel that sense? I know we can look at mock drafts all day long, but you have been at least a small part of Malachi Branham and EJ Liddell's pre-draft workouts and you stay in contact with them. Do you get the sense it's going to happen? They both will be first round picks and hopefully you're doing good this summer, man. I do. I'm doing great. Great to be with you guys. Uh, always good being with you. I do feel like both guys are going to get, uh, be first. Malachi definitely will. I, I would expect Malachi to be, um, you know, well within the first round, what that looks like. Um, it's still fluid, you know, right. It's still fluid up until really through, you know, through his, the time he gets picked because um, uh, everything's predicated on who goes where. But I, I do think that uh, we'll have both guys. I think there's maybe a little bit of more fluidity in EJ uh, than, than in, than in Malachi. Um, but I, I would anticipate both guys to, uh, to be in the first round. Certainly both guys will get drafted. Um you know, my, my hope is that they just go to great situations. And regardless, right. of everybody wants to get picked higher, but you just want them to be in great situations where uh, they're going to be developed and, and be able to make an impact and have a long career. Yeah, Coach, I mean, the situation can be the game breaker for a lot of these guys. I, I'm just wondering, did you get a chance to watch the NBA Finals with all this uh, maybe, you know, family time maybe that you're getting right now? Did you get a chance to watch any of the games? Yeah, no, I wish I wish uh, I wish I was getting a little more family time. But, sure, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I did, yeah, I did, I, I did. You know, I was, I was, uh, I love watching the playoffs because this time of year you're still recruiting and you're having unofficial visits, but you, you do have some evenings uh, where you can maybe make recruiting crawl recruiting calls at halftime or whatever. But you got a chance to really take in the NBA playoffs. So I was able to to watch. Uh, watch quite a bit and I, I can't wait till we can get some, you know, Mike's Mike Conley's been in the playoffs and, and made some deep runs, but I'm excited about Mike and D'Angelo and hopefully some of these other guys, whether it's a Dwayne or Kata, some of these other guys, Buckeyes getting deep runs in the playoffs um, because it's, you know, it's just more fun to watch when you're kind of, when you're watching one of your own guys or, guy from your program so i really enjoyed watching it it was uh, it was a great finals really entertaining and the warriors were terrific absolutely i mean and you speak of these teams i mean they, they need to be deep they need to have a lot of younger guys you know do a lot of the uh uh carry for some of the stars were there any of the guys that you saw playing the finals that kind of offer a good comparison to what your guys going in the draft can give to a team you know, a lot of the NBA teams, whether it's a general manager or scouts that have called us, it brought the Grant Williams comparison uh, to EJ. EJ. Grant Williams mm-hmm. yeah. came out of ten, you know, came out of Tennessee. Similar build, similar body type, different games. EJ's more polished offensive player. Grant's uh, at this stage, you know, was was a better uh, uh, better mover. Uh, EJ's a better shot blocker. Uh, I think EJ's got better touch. Grant's a terrific athlete, maybe has a little bit of an edge there. But both guys are going to be very good, productive, long pros. I think what they both have in common is they're phenomenal people. Um, so I, I watched that one. Malachi, 
you know, I, Middleton from Milwaukee is a guy that yep. I kind of always looked at and said, hey, I could see he's a little bit longer and bigger than Malachi, but um, Malachi's length and elite shot making, um, and Middleton's turned into a heck of a player. I mean, a phenomenal player. Um, so I, I, I've seen that comparable, and and I've had I've talked to some NBA teams about that comparable with with Malachi. Chris Holtman is with us on the Buckeye Show. You'll be happy to know that when our boy Joey Lane was in here, we had those exact same player comps. Doesn't surprise me. You got a couple basketball minds in there with uh, you and you and Joey. You know, there's a couple guys that actually you know watch the game and follow it, and, and uh, so it doesn't surprise me that, that those two comparables uh, came up with those two guys. Well, it gets a little bit better when we got a guy that actually played college basketball. So I get to know a little bit more when when Joey's in here, and Triple H gets to learn by association, just by hanging association. out with you guys, just yeah, talking just to the coach. Around. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's did, all perfect. Did you not play it? Did you not play at Kansas, Timmy? <laughs> you know, you know, I walking on was a stretch. You have the jumpsuit. You have the jumpsuit for it. I, I, I kind of took a look at the athletes there and decided it wasn't going to be the in my best interest. And I stuck to golf and I've, I've become a pretty good player close to 40 now. And I'm, I'm happy with with my athletic career on the golf course at this point. But yeah, good long term yeah. decision. Good long. Yeah. That was a good long term decision. I, yeah. c- I could play it into my elder years. Hopefully get some uh, some family and friends time that way. But we were joking about this, too. And I, I know the answer with EJ because as we've talked so many times and Buckeye fans can just see it, what a dude he is. But boy, did this feel like the year of EJ, you know, it was, it was his year. It yeah. was EJ's team. Yeah. And then whoosh Malachi Branham has come up and in this pre-draft stuff and in the NBA talk, it's almost like our boy EJ has been invisible as a coach. I know it's not happening with this situation, but how can things sometimes like that go? And then it just sort of all leans back to the chemistry that you've established in your program. You know, it, it, it helps when you have a guy like EJ, who's a really, really selfless star. And that's what he was, is he was a star in college basketball. And, you know, I, you know, push pretty hard for him to be in consideration for, for player of the year. And uh, I, I think, you know, we finished, I think, three games out of first place. We finished a tie for first place uh, in the league reg- in a regular season or even a game out of first place as opposed to three games out of first place. Maybe you got you got a real argument there. It was a heck of a heck of a year for Big Ten player. But EJ is a really selfless star. And when I say the league was so good, I mean, think about this. You're going to have three Big Ten players chosen before Malachi gets picked. Uh, that shows you how talented the league. You're going to have as many as five or six yeah. um, Big Ten players chosen in the first round. And so people can, you know, rightfully say whatever they want about about our league not winning a national championship and not having a recent Final Four team and all that. But I think our, our recruiting has picked up in recent years, and it's evidenced by the fact that we've had some guys that – uh, have really come on. Now, we didn't anticipate that. We, we knew we were going to lose EJ. We did not anticipate by any stretch that we were going to lose Malachi. Uh, but you certainly have to adjust uh, at, at this level. But EJ's handled all that really, really well. And he's run his own race. His race was be in college for three, three years and grow and develop his game. And he is a perfect example for what can happen when you return another year in college and you're in sync with mm-hmm. you know, the coaching staff about player development and you get better. 
Uh, it doesn't always happen. As a matter of fact, you could probably cite as many examples where, you know, guys kind of stay where they were, or even some in some ways uh, they do lose some of their draft value. He His draft value shot up. He improved by as many as 20 to 25 positions, and it's a credit to the kid. No, oh, I mean, Coach, it's good to get those guys in the NBA, man. I mean, that's just it's a testament to what – uh, the opportunity that you guys are providing uh, kids that come in and play basketball. Some of these, uh, this transfer class that I'm looking at here with uh, guys coming over from big time programs like Likely from Oklahoma State, McNeil from West Virginia, Holden from Wright State. They wouldn't be coming over if they didn't also believe that that could be their future as well. Maybe this time next year we're talking about those guys. Just what have you seen from the early signs of leadership from those guys uh, coming over to the program? I mean, just a, a, a different team this year, really, but some strong leaders coming in now. Yeah, no, they, no, uh, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, we've got a, we've got a young group uh, of, of really talented freshmen combined with, as you mentioned, some really, some, some impactful transfers. And, and let's be honest, we needed that. We, we, we lost a lot with this, with this last group. And, um, uh, you know, we, we, we knew we were going to lose some guys like Kyle Young and, and, and other guys. But, uh, again, we, we knew this class was going to be critical and important. And then adding to this the best freshman class we've had with some really strong transfers is really helpful. I think what – listen, I, I think what having guys – you know, I, I've certainly – you know, our couple years here, people have asked and recruits have asked, hey – you know, have you had guys that you've recruited that have that have been drafted, and and obviously now you have an opportunity to say that, and it does um, kind of put you in a different level in terms of being able to communicate that to recruits and their families, and I think it is really helpful in terms of future recruiting. It's something we needed to do. It's it's something we needed to do here sooner rather than later. So um, it's a great success. More than that, though, and what it does for our program. I'm just going to be extremely proud and happy for our guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have one guy who is really young and people see this incredible potential in, and that's obviously why he shot up the draft boards in Malachi. And then you have another guy who's proven that he's um, ready to go and ready to impact an NBA. And not that Malachi's not, but EJ is ready to impact an NBA franchise. And I think that's, uh, that's two great examples of, of, uh, each guy kind of going his own path and, and uh, having great success. Chris, one more for me. I mean, it, it really is going to be a, a cool thing this week. And, and we've spoken before about how tricky this is every off season with just the direction that college basketball is going. But I mean, I look at this at a couple yeah. of different levels. There are not that many Kentuckys and Kansases and North Carolinas and Dukes out there that really can go out there and get just an influx of five stars and be at the top of that because of their reputation and the history of their programs. It's understandable, but we found it fascinating when we looked back at Ohio state basketball and you can go back to Sully, I believe. And that's the fourth guy that has been drafted out of this program. So in a 10 year stretch, and some people might look and say that's low. I still think that's low considering what the brand that Ohio state basketball is but, I mean, Dwayne wasn't drafted. You, you spoke about him earlier, and he looks like he could have a tremendous career. Just how – JT. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, of course, Jay Sean Tate, no doubt about it. But when you look at all those things, how 
How do you try to navigate this going forward? Because you mentioned you weren't planning on Malachi being being gone after one, but you want guys to be drafted out of your program because that's good and it just recycles everything and the power of your brand. So I, that's I know that's a lot of yeah, a lot of BS I just no, threw out there, but what do you make of it? No, it's a re, it's real, and I think it's listen. It's hard to explain to people who maybe dip into college basketball and view it come March Madness the intricacies of roster construction in today's climate of college basketball. You get it. You follow it. You, you follow how the changes that have happened last 10, 15, 20 years, in particular last five years. I think uh, um, a lot of people that work with you get it and they understand it. But if you just dip in and out, it's hard to fully, like we don't have a three-year rule in college basketball. So would I like to have Malachi for two more years? Yeah, I would. That would really help the consistency of our program and our roster construction. That's not the way it happens in college basketball. There is a sweet spot um, in terms of, 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 and there's a balance between you want to develop pros, you want to have guys. I think those numbers would be surprising uh, probably for people, but we, you know, it's hard to get drafted. And we, it's not like we've had a, a huge run um, here lately. I think that that could begin to change. Um, uh, and we've now, we're going to now have five pros, five NBA players on, on uh, rosters next year in five years. Um, but to your point, there's a sweet spot in terms of being able to have an older roster that has a pro or two. Those tend to be the teams that if, especially if those pros are a little bit older, you saw that with Kansas this year, um, that gives you probably the best chance of having, of having long-term success. But, you know, pros are, are, are obviously no guarantees because they're, they're in differing ages and differing stages of development. And the NBA takes kids based on potential. I mean, I think Kentucky's nine and 16 year, a couple of years ago, they had two, you know, top like 55 picks in the draft. So yeah. um, if there were, there, there, the whole, I, I think I hear your question being, okay, Hey, you want, you want to have pros, you want to have first round yes. draft picks. What's, you know, what is the philosophy of doing that and yet also achieving what we all want, which is, you know, deep NCAA tournament runs and, and, and championships. And I think that's a, um, that's a conversation that uh, it's mobile, it's fluid, it's continuing. And it's something that we're actually studying uh, pretty consistently um, because it's, it's ever changing in, in today's college basketball. No, that that's actually a great detailed answer, and I think we hear the answer is that it's incredibly hard. Like this is this is the the nature of the beast. I you know, and and in that answer there, I I promise this will be the last thing, and then we'll let you go. We didn't really talk since the ex- extension went out. Congrats, and I just wanted your your full thoughts on on being here and having that extension, and how great that is to have that support from Gene and, and from Ohio State. Yeah, no, it's it's um, we're really excited as as a family. Um, our family, we, we love it here. Um, you know, we've we've always uh, said that and really felt like that. I love uh, I love Columbus. I love uh, our administration. I love our fans, and uh, um, you know, we're we're really excited about just uh, what we this this young class. Uh, certainly there are some, some challenges ahead of us as there are for every college basketball program, but certainly when you lose the kind of production we lost, but we're excited about the, those challenges, excited about, uh, um, 
the feeling that we have and, and being here um, and seeing this thing through. And, um, you know, we couldn't be more excited as a group or as a, really as a coaching staff moving forward. And, you know, I, it's something that Gina and I have been talking about for a little bit. So, um, yeah, we're excited about it. Can't wait to, uh, to get rolling. We obviously got a full summer ahead of us uh, with a new group of guys and taking a foreign tour here. Well, me and Hayden, we certainly appreciate it. You've always been good with the time for this show. And recruiting never sleeps. Keep attacking the offseason, man. And uh, good luck. Have fun with the watch on Thursday for the NBA draft. Take care, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, guys. Great being with uh, you and Hayden. Take care, guys.